Hello, friends, and welcome to the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. If you're wondering why the J, uh, the answer is, I'm not a bagpipe player. And if that doesn't make any sense to you, please check out episode zero, where I explain a good bit about the podcast and then also that joke. So I don't go by Jay Gordon. My name is Gordon Duncan, and I appreciate you tuning in and checking in. Again, I want to say thank you to everyone who has listened to this podcast over the past two months, uh, who's liked it or shared it or left a review. Thank you so much. I'm doing this because it gives me an opportunity uh, to share some thoughts that I have, and uh, they don't find a place. Uh, sometimes I don't get to preach about it. I am a preacher, and sometimes I don't get to consult about it. I am a business consultant, and in various places I have thoughts or things I want to share, and I found that the best avenue for me to share those things with you was going to be this podcast. Now, this podcast is called This Is Going to Hurt because change hurts. Anytime we want to make real change in our life, it's going to come through struggle, it's going to come through discipline, it's going to come through us pushing through the pain. So we want to help you with that. So in this podcast, we talk about one of four things each time. We talk about faith, fitness, family, and we also talk about finances. So we're going to take one of those topics every time we tune in. And we're going to talk about how real change could occur in that area. And like I said, that's going to come probably through some painful change on your part. Uh, so again, thank you so much. You've listened to all of our prior episodes. And we're this week, what we're going to do is we're going to focus on faith. Specifically, the aspect of faith that I want to talk about is how do we continue on when we've gone through a difficult circumstance, specifically when we've gone through the loss of a loved one? Now, for some of you, you may know the story. Some of you don't. I'm not going to go into great detail. Last episode, I definitely talked about the passing of my father. Four months after the passing of my father, my mother passed. And so we had to deal with that. Deal with that, excuse me. That was really, really difficult, challenging for our faith, uh, challenging for my kids. Uh, a year later, after that, uh, the passing of my mentor was incredibly hard. So there was two incredibly influential men in my life, my mom. And then two years after that was the passing of my father-in-law. At that point in time, all the significant mentors in my life were gone. I had lost both fathers, my father and my father-in-law, and I lost my mentor. And so all of this is happening in the context of my family, with my wife and my kids. And we're all learning what do we do. How do we continue on in our relationship with God when we struggle through so much death? How do we continue on to hope? How do we not get angry with God? Or if we are angry with God, what do we do with it? And so in the course of that, of course, we've got people in my church and family and friends who are going through great difficulties themselves. And so I have one friend, and the story is his to tell specifically, so I'm just going to give the, the broader parameters of it, who has found something to do in his grief which I think is incredibly healthy. And I believe if we all implement it, it will enable us to endure as we walk through pain, as we endure as we walk through mourning, and enable us to keep a relationship with God as we struggle to understand why he's doing what he does. Uh, this friend of mine uh, is a friend from North Carolina, and he lost his wife and two kids in the same night in just a really, really awful circumstance. Not anything that you would wish upon any person on the face of the planet. And so my friend, a wonderful, sweet, meek, and gentle guy has walked through an awful circumstance. And in the midst of that, he's had choices to make. 
He, of course, could turn inward. He, of, cho- of course, could uh, choose any manner of addiction. No one would probably blame him for that. He's gone through so much. But what he's chosen to do in the management of his grief is this. He's created a foundation for his wife and in her name. And in that, he raises money to give scholarships to girls in the name of his wife. Additionally, he has started a 5K. And in that 5K, uh, since he and his wife are both educators, uh, what their emphasis in has been on trying to get as many kids in this 5K as possible. And his school and many others like them in that area have running programs. And so he's doing this to honor his wife and his children. And he's doing this to manage his grief. And he's doing this to redeem an awful circumstance. My daughter and I had the chance to run in the very first 5K. And my friend was there and he was sort of on the peripheral and he was struggling. And it was a good showing and it went well. And we recently had a chance to go to the second running of this 5K. And this one was very different. My friend, though still struggling, was present. Very much present. His personality was present. Additionally, there were so many kids there. They had raised money for kids to be able to run this 5K. And so it just seemed like there were dozens and dozens of children there running this 5K, which is a huge accomplishment for anyone. But for a child in elementary school to run a 5K, that's just amazing. Everybody got a t-shirt. Everybody got a medal. Because completing a race is one of those things you do need to receive some manner of accomplishment for. And then, of course, they gave out awards for the people who, who placed in their age groups. But I got there on the day of the race and my daughter and I are looking out and they're all of these kids and they're out in the field beside the race and they're stretching and they're doing their running exercises to get ready and they lined up at the starting line and when the race started, they just took off. You could see kids having the absolute greatest time. And as we ran alongside some of them, as we ran past them, as we saw some of them finish after them, after us, they were having an amazing time. And I look at this and I think, what a wonderful redemption. My friend doesn't have all of his questions answered, nor is he anywhere close to be done with his time of mourning. His grief and his questions still remain. But what I saw at that 5K was fellow teachers, friends of him and his wife, who were willing gladly to give their time. They served as race marshals. They served as helping people check in and check out. I saw many of them running the race. I saw so many people sacrificing for this cause. And then I saw all those children with the smiles on their faces. They were having such a good time. And it was wonderfully healthy for them. It was good entertainment for them. And I just thought the legacy of his wife and his children is being honored. This grief is being, in a tiny way, redeemed. Doesn't mean it's gone. Doesn't mean all the questions have been answered. It means that he's taking active steps to handle his grief instead of the grief handling him. Friends, here's my encouragement to you. I say this as one who understands grief, but I don't understand your particular grief. Your grief is your own. Your story is your own. The circumstances around your grief, they're yours. Just like mine 
are my possession. And we have different relationships with the people who pass. Some of us have just wonderful relationships and we will miss the person greatly. Or some of us had wonderful relationships so we don't know why they had to go. Some of us have broken relationships and the opportunity for redemption and reconciliation didn't happen. We all need to own our particular story of grief. And I've made this mistake at times, but I know that what caring for people in grief looks like needs to be just a promise and a presence to be with them. I've made the mistake by trying to give advice too soon, or I've made the mistake of assuming I know how they feel, and those are those are not helpful. But with a friend who's mourning, just be present. If you're mourning, begin to take steps to try not to to isolate yourself. But no matter, again, I understand your grief is yours. Your your process is your own. But I do think all of us who are struggling with grief should look at what my friend is doing and see it as a wonderful pattern, perhaps, to emulate. We ask ourselves, how can I best honor the person who passed? How can I put together something, some effort, some time, some work that would redeem these moments of grief and cause them to mature into moments of celebration perhaps one day? How could others benefit with what I am going through? My friend has found his, and finding yours is another challenge in the grief cycle. Not everyone has to start a foundation. Not everyone has to organize a 5K. But the question is, what can you do that's honoring? And you may say to me, you may say, Gordon, the most honoring thing I can do right now, all I'm capable of doing is getting out of bed in the morning. I understand that. That's exactly what my mom told me after my dad died. After 57 years, she said, Gordon, I just tell myself to get out of bed every day. Perhaps that's where you are in honoring the person who you miss. But one of the things to think through, one of the things to talk through with people that you trust, one of the things to pray through is how can they be honored? What can I do? A question to ask yourself, what can I do that would redeem this grief and help others? I'm proud of my friend. He walks through a lot and he admitted that uh, the day after the marathon, excuse me, the day after the 5k was just going to be a new step. What now? No, friends, I encourage you, think through, ask your friends, get some feedback. What might be a small way to honor those who are missing and redeem the grief that you're going through? Don't feel like you have to do it too soon. Take the time to mourn and grieve and experience loss. But somewhere along the line, ask yourself, what can I do? Friends, I can't give you all the suggestions it, it might be starting a foundation or a 5K. It might be speaking to others who are going through similar circumstances as you. It may be as simple as the way you talk about the person who is missing. But doing those type of things is an act of faith to trust God. And it's an act of the will for you to be walking through your grief instead of your grief walking all over you. I'm thankful for my friend, thankful for his testimony to, to me. I honor him and what he's doing. And in that, his wife and kids are honored as well. Friends, if you're experiencing deep grief, and the grief is in such a way that you do not know how to recover from it, there are a host 
of places that you could turn to. I'll give a couple of uh, websites in the notes, so feel free to check those out if they might help you. I pray you have a trusted uh, spiritual advisor, a pastor, or a friend. I pray your family is willing to walk with you in this. But I encourage you, begin asking the redemption question. What can we do to honor them? What can we do to redeem this grief? And in those things, I believe they are acts of faith that will draw you closer to God. Friends, I appreciate you uh, listening to the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast. And it's gonna hurt to walk out of grief and walk into a new stage of life. If you have found this podcast helpful, uh, if you would uh, just let us know. Uh, if you want to give us a review on iTunes, and if you want to give us five stars, if you want to share this with someone who is going through difficult difficulty, I, I pray it's a help to them. If you're listening to this while you're working out, uh, just take a screenshot and, and put it on Instagram. Uh, and if you want to get in touch with me, uh, feel free. Uh, my website for where you'll find everything from church to business to podcasting uh, to publishing, you can find all that information at jgordonduncan.com. You can contact me through there, um, or you can email me. You can email me at gordon at jgordonduncan.com. And if you're in the Fredericksburg, Spotsylvania, Virginia area, uh, contact me. And if I can, I'll do my best to get in touch with you. Thank you again, friends, for listening. I don't mean to be oversimplistic with the issue of grief, because grief is not simple. Uh, but I do hope to be an encouragement to share what I've walked through and to share what others have walked through. And hopefully in the midst of that, you can begin to walk out of a sense of paralyzing grief and walk into a sense of God's good, gracious affection on your life again. Friends, thanks so much for tuning in, and I look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you. 